with me to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. We'll be reading verses 1 through 8. St. Luke, the 18th chapter, verses 1 through 8. Amen. Amen. Thank God for our visitors that are in our midst. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have it, say amen. Give you a few more man minutes. Let's read. And, and he, he spake a parable unto them to this, this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Amen. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift this congregation up before you right now. Lord, we bind everything that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Pray for those that are sick, O oh God, and those that are going through tests and trials right now. Pray, O oh God, that your will will be accomplished in our lives in the name of Jesus. Pray for those, O oh God, that is in their head is bowed down in sorrow this morning. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Somebody's crying out with a need this morning. Pray that you deliver, Lord, oh God. Pray that you meet the need, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Pray for the household of faith everywhere, God. All our brothers and sisters throughout this world, throughout this country, Lord. Build us up on our most holy faith in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we need you this morning. Lord, we can't make it without you this morning. Thank you for being our God. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that you would bless the word on this morning. Let your servant down into the depths of your word, that we may reveal their hidden knowledge and understanding to your people. Lord, in the name of Jesus, speak to your people this morning. O oh God, in the name of Jesus, point us in the right direction this morning. Lord, we need you, O oh God. In this hour right now, Lord, we need you. Lord, some of us don't even realize how bad we need you, but we need you, Lord. And we need you right now. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you'd help us, God. That you would keep us and strengthen us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, give your manservant clear of your thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning will be taken from verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to, unto them to this end, that man should always pray and not faint. Amen. The subject this morning is don't give up. Don't give up. We're in a season right now where folks are just giving up. They're giving up on families and they're giving up on life. The suicide rate has gotten at an all-time high. Drug addiction is just as high as the suicide rate. And the people have seemed to forgotten there is a God. When you look at the awareness of God now, that a whole lot of folk don't even think that God is who he is. They don't think God moves in the affairs of men. They just don't think that God is a good source to invest in at this time. They go through their lives trying to hold on and trying to maintain. But somehow it's an ever-ending cycle, a never-ending cycle. The more you need him, seem like the more you're going to need him. But nobody has the ability to reach out to God like our four parents did. And because now there are a whole lot of folks now that don't really believe. You look at throughout the pandemic, a lot of folks and stopped going to church. And a whole lot used to go but still didn't believe. And they had a whole lot of problems when they went. And, and then they want to uh, make you believe that God don't answer prayer. <laughs> they make you want to believe that there's no help and there's no hope. <laughs> but can I remind you that he is the hope for the world. <laughs> the world have no hope and you and I have no hope <laughs> outside of God. <laughs> One writer said if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. Now may Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? A whole lot of us was on a road going to nowhere. And we were going nowhere fast. A whole lot of us went on the road of an addiction. Trying to find meaning to this life. A whole lot of us was looking for somebody. Other than God to give us meaning. Because mom and daddy didn't give us meaning. So we're looking for somebody to validate us. 
said, nah, but I don't know if you really notice. Everybody you thought you had to validate you, they had problems themselves. I wish I had a church right there. We're seeming to have forgotten that we're looking for man with the same problems to help us through our problems. Can I ask you a question? How can somebody that in worse shape than you are, how can they help you when they can't even help themselves? Look out now. When you look at the problems that we face, they are universal. The issues that we have, it breaks all kinds of economic barriers. All you see is problems. If you look at the rich and affluent, all they've got is problems. They don't have integrity. When you look at the poor now, they lack integrity. So the same problem that the rich man has, the poor man got it. The beggar and the thief got it. And I come to tell you, we need some help. When you look at all that has transpired in the last few years, even in affluent America, you can't recognize the America that we live in right now compared to eight to ten years ago. Look like we're in a wilderness. And when you look at the globe worldwide, there are all kinds of problems. The problem we're having over here, they're having all over the world. Not enough food. Housing issues. People can't buy the medicine. Gas and fuel issues. All over the world. People don't know if they're going to have jobs. People don't know if they're going to have a community left. But I come to tell you. But nobody wants to pray. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. When you look at the amount of homelessness that seemed to overcome our cities and, and, and nobody seemed to care. They're more concerned about a problem than fixing a problem. Do I have a church? They're concerned about the borders but they won't fix the situation. Hallelujah to God. 
there should be all kinds of advances made because we're all one blood and that is humanity when you look at blood it has no barriers do I have a church you can take the blood of a white man and save the life of a black man you can save the blood take the blood of a black man man and give it to an Asian and he will recover but when you look at what's going on and everybody is distracted to the point where all we do is look at our problems rather than look at God can I tell you God didn't create you for you to fix everything but he gave you an ability to come to your senses and call on him he said if you call on me in the day of trouble my God I don't know why folks are saving their voices it's time now to call on God like we ain't got no sense we ain't got no help hallelujah to God it's a proven fact your political affiliations won't do you no good with what's going on in the world right now hallelujah to God as quiet as it's kept we're running out of food and we're running out of water and I don't know if you know it or not we're coming down to the point where revelation is said our ox head will be sold for a day's wages it ain't nobody gonna have nothing to spare but can I tell you if you gonna call on God now is the time to call on God hallelujah we're living in a generation where faith has left the church hallelujah to God but God is still here God 
Amen. is looking for somebody that will believe him. Hallelujah to God. And when you got a whole lot of folk that's walking around not believing God. And then when you're trying to use your faith to hold on, somehow they pull your faith right from under you. Can I remind you the days that you thought you wasn't going to make it and you called on God and you just asked God to have mercy. Hallelujah to God. Now nobody in their right mind want God to judge them where they are. Do I have a church? When you look at it, if everybody in the room this morning was standing before God at the throne of judgment to be held accountable, my prayer is you would be more in now than you are right now. Hallelujah to God. We act like that day is not going to come, but it's closely down the road. And nobody wants to cause their mind to think, what am I going to say when I look at God face to face? Do I have a church? We think it's all right to ignore God until that great day. I believe I'll preach a while. Hallelujah to God. When you look at night, look at the fact that God's going to hold us accountable for what you know and what you don't know. Because all of us in here, we have selected knowledge. There's some things we'll pay attention to. And there's some things we willfully ignore. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. But even while I'm preaching, remember the subject is don't give up. I got to lay some groundwork because we're allowing the devil and flesh to put us to sleep in the time that we should be diligent. We 
should be standing alert and uh, watching for soul. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, I can hear Delilah uh, as she begin to wake Samson. Uh, hey, Samson, uh, the Philistine be upon you. Uh, I got a warning for somebody. Uh, hey, you. The devil is on you. And you can't turn him around unless you do it God's way. Hallelujah to God. Can I tell you? Crack can't do it. Marijuana is a failure. Hallelujah to God. Meth is inadequate. Your whiskey and your extra gin dry won't even work. Hallelujah to God. I believe I'll preach a while. When you look at it, you can't take enough sedatives to save your soul. Hallelujah to God. A whole lot of us, when God start dealing with us, we pretend like we're busy. We turn the radio up, trying to drown God out. We go to overtime on our job, but that still small voice is still right there. What you going to do about this? You can stay up all night long. Be busy about being busy. But one day thou fool. This night your soul is going to be required of Y-O-U. Can't nobody stand before God for Y-O-U. Hallelujah to God. When you look at the fact that God so fixed it. Hallelujah to God. That we would be without an excuse. He knew that you were going to ignore him. But he also fixed it. That's your trial in your test don't make you cry out oh God where are you do I have a church God is fixed that one day what you call it on is gonna break your heart God fixed it for what you leaning on wasn't going to be able to carry do I have a church 
Hallelujah to God. And we get over here and we want to ignore the principle in the process that God had put in place not just to save your life but to save your soul from a burning hell. Do I have a church? All right, Mr. Goody Goody and Sister Goody Two Shoe. One day, the shoes that you're wearing gonna be a skateboard to hell cause you didn't get out of them in the nick of time. I feel like preaching this morning. Hallelujah to God. So here you see Jesus. All those folk that don't want to cry out long enough to get delivered. Want to tell folk God don't save and God don't deliver. That's a lie from the pit. God do save and God do deliver. I believe I'll preach this morning. When you look at it, Jesus here in Luke the 18th chapter, he began to tell folk that was hanging around him. And he began to tell them, man ought always pray. Hallelujah to God. The problem is, you'll bump your gums, but you won't talk to God. You'll cry on somebody else's shoulder, and they can't help you. Hallelujah to God. You cry out for man to help you. And man can't even help himself. Can I preach this morning? Hallelujah to God. I've been in church a long time and I used to scratch my head. Lord, if you are the Savior, why is it that we can't get saved? I've known folk that been in church all of my saved life, but they never got saved. It ain't God's fault. You go to church and pray rather than go to church and pray. Do I have somebody? Hallelujah to God. May I remind you the church ain't the playground. If you want to play, your best bet is be in the street. Because God will kill you graveyard dead in the house of God. I feel like preaching. Hallelujah. 
So he tells them, Hallelujah to God. Man should always pray and not faint. Hallelujah. When you look at it in the New Living Translation, it goes like this. One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show them how they should always pray and never give up. We give up too quick. I want to talk to you. Those of you that would argue with me this morning, if I would allow you to argue, you have lost your ability to give God what he wants, how he wants it, when he wants it. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. Give up means to yield control. You surrendered your control to somebody else. Let me tell you, if you're not controlled by God, you will be controlled by the devil and all of his devices. Nobody in the world or hanging out in the church would just have one problem. Do I have a church? It means to desist or abandon. Hallelujah to God. To refuse and give up your efforts. Have you noticed right here today most folks have given up and they've given up on themselves. Hallelujah to God. Can I tell you brother why should you take less sister why should you settle for less when God has promised you more do I have a church we just settle anybody that want to bring some junk we take their junk and we don't have a standard hallelujah to God if Tom, Dick and Harry can have her why do you want her may I preach this morning if Bob and Sam Luke and Matthew can have them why do you it's time to get a standard about who you are. 
I feel like preaching here. So it means to abandon oneself for a particular feeling or an influence or activity. You mean to tell me Jesus knew that he was going to have a day. Hallelujah to God. You go walk in the church and feel like throwing up your hands and walking out on God. You will go walk in the church one day and you will go look around and you will go cry out. What's the use? Hallelujah to God. I don't know if you realize it until you get in sincere prayer. You are not going to make it. I may as well preach this morning. You've already turned me off. Jesus used the illustration to show his disciples that they need to pray all the time and never give up. I know we're living in a day right now where folks don't believe fat meat is greasy. Hallelujah to God. When you look at the fact hell has enlarged itself and a whole lot of folks going but it don't have to be you. So don't you give up. Let everybody that want to go to hell let them go. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. We are not to faint. And I don't know if you realize it or not. The enemy always put folks in your view so you can't see God. Hallelujah to God. I believe one of the prophets said the day that King Isaiah died I also saw the Lord can I tell you get your mind on Jesus cause you gonna need him get your mind off your flesh it is a deceiver it'll lie to you and make you feel good about being a sinner and about being on your way to hell I might as well preach hallelujah to God so he tells him don't you faint hallelujah to God don't be a fainter don't you get weak 
Look out. Let me drop right here. Have you noticed? The weaker you are, the more people like you. And because a whole lot of us got more friends than God, may I tell you, you super weak. Hallelujah. It also means dizzy. Don't you get dizzy and lightheaded when it comes down to your walk with God. A whole lot of us so dizzy right now. We can't make a good stand even in the house of God. Hallelujah. We're fainting and we're sick and we're faint from pain. We lack courage and we lack spirit. Why do you say that? Have you heard you in prayer meeting? And that is what God is talking about. We're faint hearted. We won't even open our mouths and let our cry come up before God and tell God save me from sin and deliver me oh God it's me oh Lord that's standing in the need of prayer it's not my brother nor my sister but it's me oh Lord God has promised the church that we would be overcomers but we're failing miserably we got more hidden sins than we have open freedom it's a shame now folks just lie for no reason and they think God is going to overlook a lie when he said a liar will not tarry in his sight when you and I should be praying cleanse my lips from lying we're still lying in just a can I preach this thing or we curse like a sailor and we still want to justify it let me go on record you gonna be a blaze like Satan was when Jesus said I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven can I tell you brother and sister you ain't gotta wait until you get there you're already on your way down hallelujah to God when you look at so we're lacking strength and lacking performance and we accomplish weak lethargic tasks have you noticed more folks come to church now like they don't want to be here you ain't doing God no favor you might as well leave now 
to come down to it. He's going to hold you accountable for being in the house and still didn't worship. Being in the house and still didn't praise. Being in the house and still didn't get it together. I might as well preach this morning. Hallelujah to God. So here you find Jesus points out the parable. He tells them the effect that they ought to always pray and don't lose heart. You're worried about your praise, but what about your prayer? You're worried about your praise uh, but what about your shortcomings uh, that you keep overlooking uh, you worry about your praise uh, but what about your inconsistencies uh, the life you live uh, you live life like a hooker and you want to praise God Hallelujah to God. The gospel tells us always and reminds us always to pray. Pray about what's going on in your life. I know, I know. You always want to be like those folks that make Kool-Aid. You always want to stir in somebody else's Kool-Aid. And tell them theirs ain't sweet enough. But I double dog dare you this morning. Taste your own Kool-Aid. You ain't got enough sugar to get you to heaven. Hallelujah. We should be in First Thessalonians 5 and 17. Hallelujah. We should continue instant in prayer. What are you saying? The reason why we in the church are having so many problems because we won't pray and ask God to cleanse us from all this evil that was left over when he first said can I tell you or can I remind you you served the devil for 40 50 years you came in the church yesterday and you think you just go walk away you ain't that delivered you gotta find out now if you wanna do what you signed up to do Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. By chance, if you want to pray, if you want to stay, you better find a reason to pray. The old church used to tell us as we were coming up in the church, if you pray, you'll stay. If you fast, you'll last. A whole lot of folks didn't either in 
they left God. Some of them left God, but they didn't leave the building. But they left God. May I tell you, everything in the building ain't saved. So be careful who you fix your eyes on. So he tells us, pray without ceasing. Pray all times, Romans 12 and 12. Pray all times in the spirit with the prayer and supplication. Now, if you ain't got the spirit, you can't pray in the spirit. You ain't got it. And if you still practice and sin, it left. You ain't got it. So you got to do your first works over. Come to the altar of God, bow before a holy God, and confess your sin. Wow. You want to come to church, but you don't want to do it right. Want to come to church, but you come for the wrong reason. Want to come to church, but you want to ignore God. You can't be a part of the church. The thing mean biblically is physical exhaustion. Have you noticed how tired and lethargic? you are when you come to the house of God. I might well tell the truth. Some of you fall asleep in the middle of a service. You ain't doing God no justice. God is trying to show you where you are. You're spiritually dying. Your other interest has dominated your spiritual life. So you physically exhausted. Might as well tell the truth. I might not get this chance no more. Matthew 9 and 36. Matthew 15 and 32. Mark's 8 and 3. Where is where where it is part of the verb. It means to relax. Otherwise, use physically of discouragement of spirit. You won't even relax in the presence of God. Come to church with a God. Come to church to ignore the word. Come to church just to, when I leave, I'm leaving it right behind. Go ahead. Your soul. One day you're going to cry out. And he's going to mark you when your calamities come. The Lord's purpose to give the parable is specifically stated 
It was to this end. Men are always praying. You do know in order to pray, you got to open your mouth. You got to get involved. You want God to do it all. It ain't happening like that. You got to hold your head up, open your mouth, and give God what he wants. Because guess what? Your deliverance ain't coming until you get. Have you noticed your sins and you are growing? I come to preach this morning. You getting bigger. And you can't even control what come out your mouth now. Amen. Saints cursing and saying hallelujah. Saints doing the same thing sinners doing. And then they want to come to church and say hallelujah. You can't bring forth both bitter and sweet waters. You can't. You need to pray and ask God to deliver you again and get deliverance from you. Yes, sir. Yes. Now, if he tells us what actually happens, that when a child of God backslides, they become seven times worse. And some of you done left 20 times. Now, can you imagine 20 times seven? It's just out there. And Warrington, why can't God use me? You better be glad he don't kill you. You better be glad he gave you one more sunny day. If you ever wonder why those old folks said, thank God for one more sunny day. He gave you another day to get it together. Don't you give up. Get it together. Yes, sir. Wow. I know. No, we, we think God owes us something. Keep believing that lie. He's going to pay you what you deserve. A trip to hell. Because remember, it was he that said, Go work in my vineyard and whatever right, I'll pay. Now guess what? You're going to get your just deserve. It means, faith means to walk and not faint. It means living life of joyful obedience. Uh-oh, that word just kicked us out. Yes, sir. You can't obey the Lord in a coon's age. You can't even obey him now. You know why I don't give the saints a bunch of rules? Because you ain't going to keep mine. Because you ain't keeping the Lord's. You ain't going to obey the word of God. I know you ain't going to obey me. 
I can tell you stop, decease, desist. Make sure you hear the sermon. Make sure make, you ain't coming to save your life. Come on. And you need to be delivered from you because you call you putting a chain around your neck and leading you to hell. That's disobedient. And it's as the sin of witchcraft. So you're casting spells. Stubbornness has iniquity and I don't, don't say nothing about a witch or a soothsayer. You don't have that right to talk about them. Look for God in each task. No, no. You can't make me believe. God didn't tell you to do nothing. Number one is obeying the word. And if you're having a problem obeying the word, I know you're going to obey God because you think he's absent and not present. I might as well preach. This may be my last time or maybe your last time. God is always present when you think ain't nobody around. The Bible says this about, about faint. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. Now, now if the young folks are getting falling out the race, you old folks that are falling out the race, you middle-aged folks, you folks that think you got it going on in your bag of chips and, and Lay's and ham and for the mignon and all this other stuff, you ain't got nothing going on. You ain't nothing but a trap for the devil. They shall fall exhausted. You ain't got to do nothing but get in the traffic, get back home, and you tired. If you fighting that many spirits, going to the store, getting back home, getting in traffic, and you ain't praying nothing about it, you letting all them spirits hover over you, then you go right back out there, do the same thing again, and you still got all them spirits hovering over you, you go right back and do the same thing, then you call your buddy over, and they got more problems than you, and now you got all these... <laughs> and you want to know why you tired? You want to know why you falling asleep? You want to know why you in pain? You want to know why your left eye jumping and your right foot itching? Saints ain't designed to hang with everybody. Sheep are supposed to hang out with sheep and not goats. So you goats hang out of don't kind of don't try to confuse me by hollering uh, convince me by hollering bad I'm not the one you better try to convince God cause he gonna send a trial your way one day 
and it's going to expose all that is in you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He going to put somebody in your life that's going to tell your real story. Don't get mad. All because we won't pray and acknowledge our problems before God and let God deliver us. That's the whole reason why he let you come to the house of God. He knew you wasn't perfect. He knew you smelling worse than you do. Come on, son. Come on. Church is a place for folks who've got problems. That's right. So don't you give up. That's right. You get your junk together. Church is a place where you should be able to cry out to God for H-E-L-P. Help! But you know what we want to do? Lord, give me some money. Lord, give me a house. Lord, heal my body. For what? You're sending it to hell? It might as well go raggedy. You tearing it down and you want God to build it up. Oh my God. Oh. Oh, my, my. Lord, man, you got you got your choice of a new car hooped. What you gonna choose? A new car? Uh-huh. Why God wanna fix up your you as a hoopty? So we should be looking for God at each task. Yes. Lord, it's a danger when the church gets satisfied and living life just like sinners. My Let me put even a little bit more. The unforgiven folk. The folks that hadn't bothered to go down and water in Jesus' name and repent of their sins. We can say the same thing they say, go to the same places they're going, and then come to church and say, can't nobody judge me. That's a lie from the pit. Even the words out of your mouth judge you. If you're saying anything other than holy, your mouth will judge you. So, It's no time to leave God in the mess you in. No, sir. It's no time to walk away from God when you're not whole. Bible says, he that is whole needeth not a physician, but he that is sick, you're sick. And you need some healing. Because you, you got it. You know, a, a lot of times, I'm like when I was out there, we did pick friends that was in worse shape than we are because it made us feel good about the shape we were in. Now, let's be real. Let's be real. If you was ugly, you had an ugly friend. And you tell them, I know I'm ugly, but boy, they broke the mold when it came down to you. We always found somebody that was in worse shape than what we were. Can I tell you, stop shopping around. <laughs> it's 
shop. Don't go that far. Don't go that deep. Stop shopping. Work on you. When you look at it, this woman had to assume the responsibility of getting the help that she needed. Brothers and sisters, it is your responsibility to get the help that you need from God. I don't care who tells you to shut up. Uh, why are you hollering like you don't need him like I need him? Why are you running and hollering? Because I need God to fix up my mess. <laughs> 